0: So my favorite tech tools for health education, that's what this podcast is all about today. Some are specific to health education and some are not. Some are just specific to education in general, but in this world, in this time of COVID-19 and a lot of remote or distant or hybrid learning, I have really jumped into a lot of tech tools and subscriptions. So I wanted to share some of my favorites with you all. Um, And I'd love to hear from others about what are your favorite tech tools and subscriptions for health education. Um, Before I go into this, I just want to make a note that um, while all of these tech tools are appropriate and approved in my school district, um, before you use any tech tools or subscriptions you have to make sure that anything that you plan to use does adhere to your state or district privacy requirements. There's a lot of laws going into place now related to that, so you have to make sure that what you want to use is actually acceptable by your district. So uh, let's chat a little bit about um, my favorite tech tools and subscriptions. So I'll start with um, two that are really specific to health education. First is teen health and wellness. This is a database. Um, I get it through my library media center and it is current and up to date. And it is teen issues related, contains teen issues related to every possible dimension of health. And it's written in a way that is, not kind of demeaning or young for teenagers, but it's also not over the top scientific. It is perfect for health education. A lot of times when students are researching health topics, they get really young information or very scientific information. And Teen Health and Wellness Database is just the perfect medium. Um, it's very well organized and very well written. And it's just a really great resource for our students to have access to. Um, so Teen Health and Wellness is a database. I highly, highly recommend it. Um, but probably for seventh grade and up. Another one that's specific, kind of specific to um, health education would be Yoga Ed. This is a subscription database or a subscription Program that brings yoga into the classroom. Um, It is chair yoga and mat yoga, all leveled um, from the youngest kids to high school kids, um, and all broken down by National Health Education Standards and uh, led by yoga yoga teachers in a streaming format. There are brain break activities. There are three-minute chair yoga, five-minute chair yoga sequences, even ten-minute chair yoga sequences, and there's also about 30 minute um mat yoga sequences so and it's really aligned with the national health education and as well physical education standards in my class i use yoga ed every single day Um, we do start the class every single day with chair yoga there's different themes like energize and focus and morning and uh, calm down and end of the day and transitions and the yoga poses that are utilized are appropriate for use in the classroom Um, everybody has access to it no matter what their Um, physical or emotional state status is they can access it and they can do it so it's a really excellent tool um, for use in the classroom I also use smiling mind which is out of free out of Australia it is a mindfulness meditation app and website they also have all sorts of classroom curriculum alignment programming that is um, utilized they mostly for the younger grades they are beginning to branch into the higher grades um, with a lot of journaling and introspection and reflection, um, having kids think about being mindful, not just during meditation, but leading a mindful life. So I often use um, their meditations in class, but I also supplement that with um, their resources that they have for use in the classroom. I also personally use Smiling Mind for meditation, guided meditation on my own and with my own two young children. So um, it's a really great tool um, for use in classroom and also just to be, well-rounded and mindful in your own life. So those three are real specific to health education. My other favorite tools are specific, not specific to health education, but really um, useful in any education setting. Of course, I love Google Classroom. It makes e- It makes everything so easy, so I highly recommend Google Classroom for all ages, even young kids can use it. Um, When we went to remote learning in the spring, my first grade daughter used Google Classroom with ease. And I know that um, all the way up through high school and into college students are using it and teachers are using it effectively. There's a lot of great tools and strategies that can be used um, to make Google Classroom an effective learning management system. So of course I love that and everything that comes along with Google Google Classroom. I also love Flipgrid, which is like a video commenting format Um, kids can make real quick videos there's they've added a lot of things in where you can put a sticker over your face if you don't want your face on the camera you can change colors and add filters add sticky notes and like a post-it note next to your head if you want to make something really creative and very intuitive simple to use um, lots of different strategies, um, instructional strategies to utilize with it. And kids love it. My middle school students absolutely love Flipgrid. As long as they can film when people aren't watching them. That's the only key. Um, I also love Anchor FM, which is the actually the podcasting software that I'm using to record my podcast. Super easy and um, simple to use. Anchor FM isn't right now approved by my district. I'm hoping that it will get to that point at some point. But... Um, It's another it's podcasting and it's just for voice so flipgrid is video but um i'm trying to work out a way to do podcasting with my students through flipgrid because we can't use anchor so those are some uh, recording mechanisms that i really enjoy i also love brain pop and boom cards these are brain pop is a video video short videos accurate videos animated about accurate topics accurate information about every health topic every educational topic that there can possibly be they're kind of cheesy they're definitely for middle school age students um they're super cheesy and wonderful and they make the kids laugh but they're full of good information and they're updated frequently to make sure that the information is accurate not only are they educational videos that are short which is good for middle school attention spans but they also have um learning activities associated with each one. There are quizzes for review review quizzes or graded quizzes. There's various different challenges um, that kids can do, like matching and Venn diagrams and things like that. There's some games involved in some videos. There's usually some sort of um, reflection piece or self-application of the content um, worksheet or graphic organizer. Really great instructional tools to utilize with the BrainPop videos. So I highly recommend BrainPop. Um, and boom cards is basically like the amped up version of flashcards. It's the 2020 version of flashcards. And there is a lot of different ways that they can be used. It's kind of gamifying content information and factual information where kids can select answers and drag and drop answers. Um, and the teacher is in real control in designing those. I have designed my own boom card decks, but I've also gotten a lot from what is available out there, like through Teachers Pay Teachers or through the Boom Card library. So there's a lot available um, and it's really satisfying to watch the kids challenge themselves as they try to get the answers right um, and get their diamonds and their score, whatever it is that they get when they get questions right. It's gamified and the kids love it and it's educationally sound. And then my final one that I wanna touch base on is probably uh, my newest love in the world of educational technology, and that's Pear Deck. And um, it is a software, an app, a subscription, I'm not sure which word to use that accurately describes it, um, that makes slides interactive. So you can put a question up on a slide and every single kid answers the question. And you as the teacher can see who answered what, but none of the other students see who answered what. So every kid's voice gets heard through writing or drawing or selecting an answer, but every kid's voice is up there, not exactly their voice, but their thought is available for everyone to see. So it makes kids recognize that their thoughts are valued and valuable without kind of the embarrassment factor. Um, So Pear Deck has so many different options and opportunities that's just like scratching the surface of it, but it makes sure every single kid is engaged in a slideshow. It can be teacher paced or self paced, and it's just phenomenal. It's a real, it has changed my teaching. It has made sure that every single student is engaged and learning. um, And I can see in real time what kids are doing, and I can correct misconceptions. It's an excellent formative assessment tool. So I highly recommend Pear Deck. It's a, you can get a lot of it for free, but there's definitely a premium um, subscription price that you can purchase and it is a little bit better, but you can definitely do a lot of great things with the free version. So those are currently my favorite tech tools and subscriptions. Um, There's a lot out there that could definitely be more on this list, but these are my top. How many is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. These are my top eight or nine, and uh, I highly recommend them, and I hope that this podcast has helped give you some ideas of some things to explore, Um, and if you've got some ideas, please feel free to let me know, and I would love to explore them a little bit more as well.